Hey everybody, it's Chuck from Above the Basement, Boston Music and Conversation. This is part two with Boston band Neighbor. So if you haven't heard part one, go on to AboveTheBasement.com and you can listen to that first episode. So here we go. Here's our conversation with the band Neighbor, recorded virtually in Boston, Massachusetts. It's tough for... I mean, we're just living in an insane time with COVID and, and all that. But I know you guys have done, I mean, uh, in, in addition to your um, suicide prevention money that you raised, you also just raised $16,000 for the Independent Venue Association. Mm-hmm. This was a few different creative minds coming together to, to figure out the best way in order to raise the most amount of money. And it all stemmed, Chuck, I see your hat there. You have a Northeastern hat there. Yep. Um, uh, it stemmed from a Northeastern grad, this girl, Brittany uh, Ryan. She worked at the Newport Folk Festival for years. Now she's an independent uh, industry type who she manages Christian McBride and and a, and a couple other uh, great artists. And she's been helping us get up and running. And she was like, hey, man, I, I think that with your with your fan base, I think you guys can do something really special for the National Independent Venue Association and really try to create a movement to raise some some dough. So it was her idea. She came to me and together we put this this thing together and it was a virtual 5K. So you could sign up. It was 25 bucks to sign up. You could create your own team and your team could do fundraising. All of the money from the signups and from the fundraising all went to Neva. And we also based it around our last four shows that I was talking about at Soundcheck Studios. And as a band, we came up with the idea to try to really integrate the, the audience, try to integrate the neighbors uh, into these four shows. So they felt like they were part of it. They felt like they could push the shows in a certain direction where we did certain things. But, you know, you pay a little bit to help out the Independent Venue Association. Right. So we created categories, nine different categories for these four shows. And it goes, it goes deep. I mean, there's, I could go into the mother clucker thing. It's going to, it's going to take me half an hour to explain everything, but we came up with these categories that we sometimes do for other shows. You can bid on an evil neighbor set. You could bid on a British invasion neighbor set. You could bid on a one song set uh, for one of the shows. You could bid on us playing our rock odyssey in its entirety for a set. You can do like neighbor trivia night. So et cetera. There was nine different categories. So the first category that raised the most amount of money, which we played on night one, was the one song set. So we went about our business. We did our thing, set uh, set number one and show one. Set two, we launched into a brand new song that we've never played before called Cuba Street, and we played it for 60 minutes straight. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. It was yeah. really fun just to like, it was a super great like, listen. listening listening experience and i mean for the most part it was all just off the cuff 60 minutes of just us kind of going in the like there was a lot of peaks and valleys and it just it worked it was awesome so mm-hmm. it spread that you know guys like let's bid on you know if you're going to saturday night if you're going to night two like bid on what you want to see because you know there's only 50 people that can go to or 100 people that can go to these shows so, like, if you're not going to next week, you're going to want to see this category on the night that you're going. So, raise, let's raise money for it. So, the next most amount of money that was raised was Evil Neighbor. Right? Mm-hmm. So, we basically turned all of our music 
into just like deep dark evil and we like i think we we closed the whole entire show with like evil woman i love that idea you know one of the things that i noticed like so example for like for we'll just take pine tree for example which i was so bummed because the show yeah, that we recorded sorry, we didn't play it that night but but that said there you know there were other songs that were just that there you know of that length and actually i, I saw the show the night before and you played it that, that night so you have this say it's like a 20 minute song and you have these you know you have these jams you have these portions that you all know when you what you're playing but it always it does seem that there, it's are, are those songs are those maybe not the 60 minute song which you said you kind of winged a little bit and you kind of had to feel each other out is the, is it is it plotted is it based on feel is it based on a look that you guys give each other to go to the next part. Are you reading off each other? Do you do you wait for someone? Do do, do you wait for Dan to start a new riff? Do you, for Rick to start something? How do how do those work? Don't tell like, Chuck your secrets, that. guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, you know, just give one example. You don't have to give the entire secret. Wow, you want to you want to say something? Uh, uh, how about Dan? Dan, you want to say something? About that? Yeah. yeah. Um. The secret, the secret to that is that um, we don't we don't plan on having a twenty minute pine tree or a fifteen minute magic marble crew. Really, you know. I mean, more often than not, we'll write a set and we'll hit. And a lot of some of the times, sometimes the tunes don't get played because you don't know what's going to happen to these songs when you get into a deeper improvisation. Um, each each one of these tunes having composition parts, and then there's each one's kind of a vehicle for a, an extended jam. Um, but very very rarely do we like map out or or con- try to conceptualize what we're gonna what we're gonna do for a jam. Um, Lyle likes to grab onto riffs of mine, and that's one of my favorite things about when we do fall into like a deep jam. Some of the longer jams usually end up happening when Lyle and I link up because then Ricky gets a chance to lay these like soundscape pad type stuff, delay on the clav, kind of really interesting sounds. And we'll find a riff and we'll just, we're, we're all comfortable enough to just sit there for as long as we want, you know? And those are those funnest jams for me because there's syncopation. All the while they're still improvising, the riff will change every, you know, 12 bars or something, or every five minutes it'll, something will be added or taken out and it'll constantly change. But I guess to answer your question, um, we're all just, we're all just so comfortable with each other at this point playing music that we can tell just by the way someone's playing. No one needs to look at anybody. I, yeah. I think. I wanted to create a category of a blindfolded set because <laughs> it's like you don't even need to look at at homeboy when when you hear something you, you know he's ready to move on or you know dude if we all came out blindfolded yeah we should do we should totally that's do that we should everyone totally has to get escorted to their instrument blindfolded set dude I love that but wow. it's like, I think that's a really good idea I think at this point we sure. are we are so comfortable that it's like you you can you can tell by the way someone's playing that they're that they've had enough or that they want to move on or that they're trying to really trying to push this one idea trying to get you to change yours you know what i mean and, and forcing yourself to agree with one another <clears throat> even if you're uh-oh 
You just froze. Dude, the South Shore's got shitty service, guy. <laughs> I got, I'm, on, I'm on Wi-Fi, full bars, guy. <laughs> yeah, we got you. One of the Yo, dude, dude so you should check the router, kid. Dude, Yo. it's probably the router. Yo, go get a black Ken, pizza. Ken, you just unplug it for like five seconds and you plug it back in. We talked with a dude like a few years ago named uh, Charles... Um, Haynes. He plays with uh, Charles Haynes. He oh, yeah, plays yeah, yeah. with, yeah, Ed um, Ed Sheeran and Queen Latifah. And he's a, he's a real amazing drummer and a great jazz yeah. cat. He played at Wally's over the years with getting his chops at Berkeley folks. And I'll never forget this because it made so much sense. He just said, "It's all about listening once you've gotten to a certain point." And it's really not like back to Lyle's initial point. Like back in the day, I think back back Ricky and Lyle, you're both saying that is that. It is not just about shredding and like showing what you can do. Mm-hmm. It's actually stopping and listening. It's Even just in two years. As well. It's a lot yeah. of trust. You have yeah. to you have to have faith in the other guys to take those risks. You know, you yeah. have to trust that they're listening. Yeah. And to expound on what Dan was saying, it's like, yeah, I mean, we just have tunes. None of our tunes are 20-minute tunes, aside from a, a couple that are you know sagas we the tunes are five minute songs six minute songs and it's like with the caveat built into it that there's an x factor right anything anything is allowed at any given time so if it all of a sudden like turns the worm turns we play the bridge and lyle gets an idea or ricky gets an idea or whatever and the worm turns it's allowed as, and everyone, you know, you're always ready for that to happen. And whatever that, you know, and it can be anything, you know, improv is infinite, right? It's such a massive thing. Anything can happen. Mm. It, but will you get back to a lot of times, get back to fish, get back to some of the classic jam bands that do it really well, is they have a way of transporting you and transporting each other, but then they'll come back to the head. So they'll come back to that initial riff. Right. Do you guys do that a lot? I didn't. I don't know. I've only seen you once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the big. That's the big uh, resolution. A lot of the times, I mean, you go away for however long. You go away for two minutes. You go away for six minutes. You go away for ten minutes, and you travel a path, a brand new path. A lot of the times, and then collectively, you have to start thinking about getting back because you have to get back. You got to get back. That's how it resolves. You know, you tell the story and like the release is when you finally come back and hit uh, the chorus or you hit that guitar line, the the motif. And that happens (laughs) with eye contact and musical references. And you just collectively have to feel like we're all getting to that point and you get to that. Not only only just getting back to like a chorus or to like what the riff is in the song, but sometimes like you were talking about like finding that like one groove that makes you all like stay on it for like five minutes that that might in that tune that new groove might just become the thing that we end up coming back to right 15 minutes later not necessarily just the the head you know, the head of, yeah uh, interesting yeah. yeah yeah and i i like i like when that that happened uh at, in that song without on night yeah. four in the first set of sound check yeah, yeah. and just the dun 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 that that there's just like yeah. this there's just this like really infectious groove that 
it just it played that role of like weaving itself in and out of the jam for like 20 minutes it was wild it was, it and that's what we ended up coming out coming back to it was, it was mm. yeah mm. so it's yeah it's it's again it's it's all about it's all about listening for sure well i tell you the i i, I totally see what you're saying and for whatever reason, when you guys when you guys resolve whether it to be the original riff or a riff that you started later later on, it's so exciting. It it mm -hmm. just kind of grabs you, and you just like that's what really blew me away about your live performances. And uh, you know, I'm wondering if because you guys are such a live based band, are you kind of loath to go into the studio and do like your standard songs? Is that like have you have you done that yet? Have you thought about doing that? Uh, I mean. I'm gonna make the rest of the band plead the fifth on this one, so mm -hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait to do that. I love um, the studio. I can't wait to do that. I mean, we all love the studio, but you know, we're we're definitely we're gonna we're gonna play. You know, we're gonna. I feel like we should we should play our cards right. Wait until we're like ready, have the right batch of tunes. I mean, right. the the live thing has been it's it's been outstanding for us, and I don't really see I don't really see a reason to change our to change our, our formula at the moment. Yeah. I feel, um, I feel like when we're ready, we'll do it, you know, and uh, I'm very excited when that, when that does happen. So, well, I'm in the middle of writing a 20 page paper on vinyl, you know, about how vinyl went away and how it's coming back and how artists use it. You guys need to come out with a double album. Okay. Maybe it's like neighbor live at Budokan or something, or I can totally see you guys doing vinyl. That's gotta be the plan. Okay. Well, <laughs> let me, let me, the vinyl in your barn, but. let me give you my, let me give you, well, you know what? There is vinyl that, uh, you're going to be able to do yourself very soon. There is a, there's a company. Yeah. There's a company that, that you're able to, to do your own wax, which is going to be crazy when that does happen. Cause the earth is going to spin on its head. <laughs> um, <laughs> no but, uh, and, and again, I don't know if that's going to, because now everybody's going to be able to do it. Is that going to ruin the vinyl aspect, you know, of like how cool it is, you know, or is it going to be good? But we did come out with a double album live at Levitate when we played uh, at Levitate Backyard Marshfield. We did a double CD and it would have been like, it's so long. It's like a hundred and, 60 minutes of music so it would have been like a shit ton of like a triple album <laughs> like how many would that yeah would that be three yeah, i think so three Just about three yeah uh yeah. which three burritos right <laughs> <laughs> we need we're gonna need a bigger bag we're gonna need yeah. more burritos. <laughs> The the the, uh, the video that we put together of you guys from that second night, uh, I think it came out really great. And actually, Dan, sure. we got some of you. We interviewed your mother because it was her birthday that night. If you remember. Oh my God! Yes. So we, we got that. So we got all you all of you uh, on there. It was a fantastic night. So we're excited to put to put that out. Oh man! Before we before we leave you guys to. Uh, hmm. To get back to your your lives and all that. What what is what is the next thing? Oh, oh boy! Oh, very, very uh, glad you I asked. Going, so. <laughs> yeah, um, I I my mom calling. <laughs> uh, so neighbor is playing live from Planet Silver uh, all winter long. Silver is our is our rock odyssey that we wrote, and Planet Silver is it's the last planet where we want to stay, but they don't allow us to stay on that planet. It's like the perfect planet. It's beautiful. Everybody working hand in hand. 
we are that's what we're calling our stream we're going to be doing every tuesday just like we did in thunder road in 2019 every tuesday fail safe um we're going to be doing something we're going to every other week we're going to be playing live a live performance from soundcheck studios they have a big room yeah in there like a 500 person room we're setting up all the cameras we're setting up sound outermost is going to be hosting the stream uh, and putting up the paywall and doing all that business for us. Uh, and there's another really cool aspect we're trying to incorporate with this winter uh, stream where it's interactive for the fan mm. to pick which camera you zone in on. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so this is hopefully, we're hoping that the uh, the tech is up and running, but he's saying that he should have it up and running by like Christmas time. So if people are going to, if Dean's taking a solo, you can basically click in on the drum cam and just, or just click on that all the time <laughs> or just click on that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Just hundred percent on the drum cam. Yeah. You don't have to watch anybody, but Dean. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to. Yeah. Hopefully uh, it's, it's going to be, it's called Volta. One of the video techs over at Soundcheck. He's developed this platform. Yeah. So can people <laughs> pay for this, Ricky? What we're doing is we're going to offer our neighbors a uh, season pass, kind of just like a ski pass for the for the winter, which gets you uh, every stream. We're doing 11 streams um, every other week uh, that goes from – we're doing a New Year's show. This is all information we haven't released yet, but mm -hmm. uh, since this isn't live, it doesn't really matter. Uh, this will be out in, a, in about – this won't be out maybe until – 2022. <laughs> um, so, anyways, yeah, we're we're doing we're doing a New Year's show, uh, and then we're gonna play on our two year anniversary on January eighth. Nice. And then we're gonna play January twelfth. Uh, I'm sorry, we're not gonna play January twelfth. The the weeks in between. So we're gonna stream live, perform live every other week, every other Tuesday, and the Tuesdays in between, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do something called TNL, which is Tuesday Night Live. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to basically set it up as a, like a late night, late night talk show host uh, or late night show, um, where we talk about, uh, we talk about the show the week before, maybe what we're doing, what we're working on. We might have another artist from another band. We might back them up or do like an acapella video, something like that. We might have like a zookeeper come on with like chinchillas crawling all over Dean and Lyle. And, so that but, makes complete you know, sense. Yeah. But yeah, you know, doing like just basically keeping people, you know, kind of fail safe, same bad time every Tuesday. They feel comfortable with the Tuesday night thing. We've done it. We did it for over a year and people loved it. So the same the same way we're you know we're gonna set that up. You can get a season pass for 150 bucks. It gets you every single Tuesday until May 11th, which is the last day, which is my birthday. It's gonna be fun ending it on my my B day, and you get every single uh, weekend between, and you also get downloads of uh, the music from each performance. But uh, otherwise, it's gonna be like the same thing as going to Thunder Road. Ten bucks pay per view. Let's watch the show. It's gonna be a three hour show. Two sets every Tuesday night. Yeah, you can buy the Tuesday night pass ahead of time, or you know, for a hundred and fifty bucks, which gets you everything—the downloads, the—or you can just watch at your own leisure on any given Tuesday. And yeah, hopefully we have some really cool interactive video 
that goes goes along with it that nobody else yeah. is doing. That would be kind of the cherry on top. But we're just, I mean, we're psyched we, that we found a place in Soundcheck Studios. We love those guys. They've been so generous to us and letting us do our thing all summer. And then I, you know, brought the idea to them about this winter residency thing and, and keeping it going. And they were just like, hell yeah, man. Like, we love you guys. Let's just keep this rolling. Let's do this. And what I was going to say, the big thing is it keeps us just pushing forward. You know, because we find that when there's no shows, there's really no reason for us to, like, keep just hammering away at new music and keep it. But, like, this gives us the drive and the push to make sure that every week we're doing something wild, something crazy, something fun with the music and keeping people engaged. And, yeah, we're. I mean, I feel like after this winter we're going to have another you know, 20 new tunes. You need, you need, so you got the concept album coming out and then you got to do a rock opera. And then I don't know what else, but greatest hits, uh, straight into the greatest hits. That's right. <laughs> Actually, you, could, you, could, you should confuse some people. You know, greatest hits volume two. It'll be like, volume one? What is See, yeah. that's a great idea. And it'll be just all, we'll, we'll all be blindfolded on the cover. Yeah, right. <laughs> it'll be nothing but drum solos. My cousin started a podcast a couple months ago, and he said, and the first episode was episode number 51. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, wow, he's had 50 episodes. Wow, genius. genius. I like that. I like that. Fellas, wow, you guys been, are great. Been great. I really appreciate it all the time. I know it's, uh, it's, it's tough to do this online, but and, and I am sorry we couldn't do this in person, but hopefully that is something we get to do in the spring. I'd love to see your barn. I'd love to uh, see you guys all in person again. Ooh, but I appreciate your time and everything you, you've been doing. I'd like to just quickly thank James McDonald for introducing us to. Yeah, man. You know, he that guy, he's been an awesome help. Anytime we have uh, anything in the chamber ready to go, it's nice to be able to juggle some ideas with, with James. He, he's awesome. So thank you, James. And also thank you to all of our fans and all the neighbors out there who just constantly push us to strive. So and thank you for raising all that money for Neva. And uh, we really look forward to doing some awesome stuff for you guys this winter. So thank you. We would like to thank Richard, Lyle, Dan, and the Ducks for their conversation. Go to AboveTheBasement.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, listen and subscribe to our podcast, like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, and look at all the nice pictures we post on Instagram. We are everywhere from all of us at Above the Basement. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends, wear a mask. Remember, Boston music, like its history, is unique.